You're waking up with Simon Murdoch on Cork's More Music Breakfast. Imagine the feeling of having two number one albums, selling out crowds when you're on tour all over the planet. I mean, no matter where he goes, he's selling out gigs. Uh, and then having the pleasure of not only coming to play to 12,000 Corkonians, but also getting to meet yours truly. I mean, this man's living the dream, right? Um, ahead of his gig last Tuesday evening at Irish Independent Park, I met him for a chat. Uh, I'll play this out in two parts, uh, second part after eight o'clock. Here's part one. Listen out for what he says about Barry's tea. And also, golden rule of interviewing big name celebrities. When you get to the interview, put them at ease straight away by giving them a present. So, of course, I gave him some chocolate. First, um, I put out on Twitter as you do now. You put out on Twitter. And yeah. I mean, who's here tomorrow? Yeah, and a couple, a couple of gas feckers like, why don't you take him to church? Ah. No doubt. No doubt. But a lady from New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And I have no idea if this is true or not because mm-hmm. um, I didn't check it. Mm-hmm. But she said in a recent interview, you said you miss these when you're on tour. I got you a packet of snacks. Oh, I did say that. I left the price on them. It's kind of embarrassing. Somebody said to me. I was asked a question, what's your favourite Irish snack? Yeah. And I said, it's a snack called snack. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it was as simple, it was like really abrupt. And they were kind of look, looking at me like at 10 heads. That's deli- so delighted. There's your backstage rider fulfilled six purple snacks. That's amazing. And you, purple snack, absolutely. You are heading off to the States next week, aren't you? We are, we are heading off to, um, actually we, we've got Glastonbury. Yes, uh, and then we have a bit of time in between shows. So that small concert in England, Glastonbury, that tiny yeah, little that, gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. The shed. <laughs> Buying the chocolate this afternoon when I was coming in actually reminded me of something from a few years ago. We reminisce a small bit. Uh, your appearance on a US TV show called The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, which again is a small TV show that no one really knows yeah. about. Yeah, uh, and you released this small song called "Take Me to Church," which I think at the last time I checked is like two hundred ninety odd million views on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So really <laughs> no big deal. Um, but the the big deal that night wasn't just the performance on the show, but it was your uh, your backstage little was Chris, uh, welcome pack. Was there was there was so there was there was there was there was two large Cadbury bars. Yeah, two bags of Tato. Yeah. And a pack of, and this is the important one, Barry's tea. Yeah, which yeah. obviously is a, a cork. It's cork export. Yeah, yeah. So you were representing cork big time. No, there, big time. So. Barry's tea is a, is a is it's like contraband in a prison on the on the road. <laughs> lads, lads are like hiding it in flight cases, and like you know, yeah. there's there's when dinner time comes around, you know, there'll be kind of a run to go get the Barry's tea. A cup of scald, is that what you call it? Scald, maybe actually around. I don't know, whatever. Maybe around the, a cup of scald. I I didn't I didn't I had a. A roommate for a while used to call it a hot drop. Which oh, okay. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just called. That, that yeah. sounds like there was probably something else in it as well. <laughs> hot drop. Your links to Cork aren't just tea related. Back to taking the church. A Cork man did a Cork man yeah. produce that? Yeah, Mr. Mr. Brendan County, Colonel Thompson, um, uh, Cork team, and then the Derry Nain Robot Club, which are a, ske- a, ske- a sketch group. I'm not sure if they're still still going, but all the actors, all the lead actors in that, were of, were I think good friends from school, but amazing 
comedic actors like sketch like they were a sketch group yeah. called the Derry Nane Robot Club and uh, they're fantastic so we're claiming that as our own yeah no just, just yeah. so you know right? yeah, fair enough <laughs> Uh, you've been in Cork before, I know you played the Opera House, but it's been a few years, isn't it, since you've been down all the way? Yeah, it's been... It, the last time was the Opera House, yeah. That yeah. is the last time I've been in Cork as uh, well. Another sellout show tonight, around 12,000 people. Um, on your Twitter from a couple of weeks ago, there's a video of you in Boston. Is it Boston Calling? Boston Calling, yeah. And the video, you're walking from behind stage, the, the relatively relaxed, mm-hmm. you know, arena backstage to just this massive crowd. Can you articulate in words that, what that five seconds is like? It's a it's a funny one, yeah. It's a it's kind of it is a bit of a come up because you're, 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 you're kind of you're kind of freaked out as well. Yeah. Like you know, there's no hiding away from nerves at that moment. Um, it's a good it's a good feeling. Yeah. yeah, it's it's if you're not awake if you're not awake before those five seconds, you're damn sure awake. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, you got Glastonbury this weekend as well. Yeah. Um, Pyramid stage. Pyramid stage should be should be fun. Pretty yeah. mega, like. Yeah, it's super cool. An amazing lineup lineup this year. I Hosier. Play more of that chat after 8 o'clock this morning here on C103. Good morning, this is Simon. How are you? Welcome along to Cork's More Music Breakfast. Early in the week, of course, Hosier played to 12,000 people at Irish Independent Park. I had a chat with him before the gig. We played part one of that chat earlier on this morning. It involved us talking about live gigs, Barry's Tea and Chocolate, essentially. Uh, here's part two of my chat with Hosier ahead of his capacity show at Irish Independent Park uh, last Tuesday. He's a top man, is this lad. Hey, going back to the early days, you came from a fairly, I'd call it, creative household. I know your, your mother is an artist and she, she does some of the artwork for your, your album yeah, designs and that yeah. kind of thing. Your dad is a musician as well. Yeah. Did they encourage creativity, music, art? They actually didn't all that much. They kind of, maybe it was a good thing that they were, I was left left alone to kind of discover things. They did give me some piano lessons when I was a child, which I very quickly uh, stopped because I was miserable having to look at look at uh, notes and and learn scales and stuff yeah. like that. No, they they definitely kind of left me to, to it. And and in fact, when I was kind of leaving college, they were you know they weren't all too thrilled that I was leaving third level education, yeah. you know, to pursue this. But yeah. um, so they all have something to fall back on. That's exactly yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Um, there was a quote in a recent newspaper article I have it here. You love music from tip to toe. The man loves music from tip to toe. Uh, and being Probably not my own quote now. No, no, it was, it was a, <laughs> the, the, a journalist wrote that yeah. about you. But that was interesting because, like, being a musician, being a songwriter, it's not a nine to five, is it? It's, it's, it's not something you can clock in and clock out of. It's, 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 it's always there. Yeah. And I'm wondering, when it comes to songwriting, I watched an interview the other day with Noel Gallagher who I'd be a big fan of, and he said that some of the big songs he's written fall out of the sky. Yeah. And then I read you, again, it was a quote from a, a newspaper journalist saying that you once said that Take Me to Church took a year to write. It took a year, yeah. Now, it's, you do feel like the ideas as they come to you kind of fall out of the sky. Yeah. But I was keeping notes in, in a notebook for the lyrical ideas for that yeah. for a year because I, I didn't feel like I, I had a complete picture, you know what I mean? I had a complete song. Yeah. Um, so there was kind of drips and drabs and I'd always be working on about nine or ten songs or have at once but when I say working you're kind of like 
That's the thing, you know, I mentioned like nine to five, clock in, clock out. Is it, so is it always just kind of swimming in the back of the brain? Is there always melodies, lyrics just kind of lurking there? A little bit, yeah. yeah. I find on the road, not as much because you're so distracted and you're so bouncing from thing to thing. You've got your show in the evening, you're warming yeah. up. Then you've probably got a few chats like this. Yeah. So you're kind of, but I do find every time I get home for a few days or I'm left alone for a few days, for a few days off, that, yeah, they, they definitely just, yeah. you know, the head gets noisy again. Wasteland Baby, number one album for the cracking tunes, which I'm sure the gig tonight you'll be you'll be playing. Um, like again, like that feeling when you're you've written a song, you've poured everything into it, album goes number one, but then you see the physical reaction from the crowd back at you, yeah. especially at home. Yeah, again, it must be hard to kind of put into words. It's hard, it's hard to put into words, and also I. I haven't played at home for a long time. I have not stood in a, in a, for a ticketed one, one gig. I have not stood in a, in a ticketed show of, of a crowd of this size. This will be actually the largest Irish like single gig I will have done up Brilliant. to date, which is super exciting. Yeah. Right. Nervous? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. It's, yeah. You know, home is always different. Yeah, definitely. A little bit. Finally, one game we like to play with people we meet. Um, it's called Real Tweet or Not, with yeah. the brilliant function of... Twitter's advanced search. Okay. We can go all the way back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the yeah. days before, there was a massive following. Yeah, yeah. And I've got two real to read. I've got two to read. Are these real tweets or not? City stuff. Andrew yeah. Hosier Burn. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hear about that zoo that only had one dog in it? Was a shit zoo. That is a real tweet. <laughs> it's a real to tweet. The From shame of that. The 9th of June, 2013. 2013. Just so you know. Uh, starting a barbecue for the first time in over a year. If somewhere there are Jedi spiders, they're going to feel this one. If there are Jedi spiders, they're going to feel this one. I'm going to say, no, that's not real. But I'd be amazed I'm not it. that imaginative. That's a real tweet. <laughs> From May 2012. <laughs> that's ridiculous. When you're really bored, go back and that's find it. That's outrageous. Right. Uh, listen, enjoy the gig. It's a pleasure to have you Thank here. Thank you very, very and, much. Uh, we'll glad to have you. We'll see you later. Thank you very, very much. Yeah. Cheers. See you then. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.